Welcome to the Lion's Den with Seth, a podcast where progressive men and women can learn and teach each other the ways of the land. The Lion's Den is where royalty comes to counsel. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Seth. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Lion's Den with Seth. Hopefully, everything is going good with you and this weekend, and everybody is nice and festive. You're taking care of business and, um, you know, getting that shopping and everything out the way. If this is your first time watching and tuning in, we appreciate this, okay? But if you're watching live on Facebook, if you want to join in, make sure you go to StreamYard.com forward slash Facebook so you can tune in and be in with what the den do. Let us know where you're at right now. Let us know where you're listening. It's always important for us to shout you out because you're taking time out of your schedule to shout us out. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you go to your Roku or Amazon Fire Stick TV to download the Lions Pride Network so you can catch everything that we do have done and getting ready to do what's going on mr nico shout out from queens y'all new york in the building you know what i'm talking about hey what's going on Queens slay up in the building right what's going oh miss yolanda yeah oh you up in utah riding bikes okay digging on the track right on well listen everybody we're gonna have a nice show a nice show for y'all but before we get into the topic we got to get the den in the lions larry what's popping man how you feeling bro What's happening? What's happening, man? I'm feeling good. Getting into this holiday season, you dig? Man, it's different, man. I promise you. I don't know what it is, man. I think that, uh, yeah, it's just not the same like it used to be. You feeling that or what? I'm I'm feeling it. I think it might be the pandemic, man. We so used to just being in and shopping online that it's a little different. I went out yesterday and it just didn't seem the same. But then again, I got older kids, too. So, you know, yeah, I buy them crap all throughout the year. So it's like Christmas. Yeah, I'm really more so about getting together as a family and doing something versus gifts. Dig it. Yo, what's yeah. going on, Q? And, you know, and I feel that, too. And also, man, I'm really about I'm really about doing different things and starting new traditions. Absolutely. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. Having those new traditions, you can say, you know what? Yeah, I, I think I like this, right? Because now we're in a position where we can actually make those choices, right? Hey, you having a hard time too? Yeah. Hey, y'all look, shout out. Let us know if y'all have enough, uh, if this is a different transition. What's going on? What's going on, ma'am? Hello, hello, hello. She's going to be on the show next year, y'all. It's going to be super dope. Trust oh. me. But anyway, of course, we got to get my man's up in here, Big Herm. What's up, man? What's up? Hey, for me, man, it's the same because I this is the holiday I can't stand the most. What? Why can't you yeah, stand man. it, bro? I don't like, man. I don't like buying no gifts, and I don't want nobody to buy me a nothing. You know what I'm saying? I'm true Grinch when it comes to Christmas. Oh, buy a humbug, all that, huh? Because yeah, I just, you know, I don't like the idea of. That's the time I got to go buy people stuff and people buy. I got to sit here and think about what you want and all this yeah, crap. I don't, I don't like do that. Gift cards, baby. Gift cards. You know what I'm saying? I don't like it. <laughs> I, it's just too much pressure and it's too much me going out of, my, out of my way to go get a gift for you now. You know, mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. kids, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Exactly, Queen Slay. I don't want to spend my money on, on these people. You know what the problem is? And now I'm married, so it's a whole new pressure. Yeah, yo, that's what it is. Because, hey, first of all, you're already cheap. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole new pressure. Yo, it is. But, man, it's just different, though. Because I think, uh, her, uh, not her, but Larry, you had a great point. It's like you're coming out the pandemic and there was closeness. You get what I'm saying? And now it's like a force to, hey, everybody, get on out. Go ahead. He's like, wait, I ain't ready. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe that's what it is. But, hey, Herb, do us a favor, man, and uh, introduce our guest, bro. Hey, or so our guest host. Mm-hmm. Our guest host. So we, we're doing this one a little bit different. So in case you guys didn't know, we're going to talk about what it's like to, to have a podcast. You know what I'm saying? What the common myths is, what people think. It takes to do this, and we're bringing in somebody that has his own podcast with his team. Uh, somebody I've known, we've known for a while. He's been watching the show. Always got the jokes in the comments for me, man. I don't appreciate that, bro. So we're gonna talk about that too, uh, Mr. Bill Montgomery. Welcome to the show. What's going, hey. on, bro? <laughs> welcome, welcome, man. Hey, so look, tell us a little bit about you and your show, man. 
I'm built from the BX. I come with uh, plenty of podcasts and experience with Op4TV, as well as the Dream Team 9-2 podcast. Uh, I do two different podcasts. One is with my team. Then I do one by myself where I kind of get more into the military topics. We kind of share a market with you guys at the, the Lions Den. You guys are definitely the number two best military podcast. <laughs> yeah. hey, 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 guess what? Light work. Hey, it, 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 it out. hey if, if we're number two, you're giving us something to try for. I'm saying, man, he, he, he's from the BX, man. So he's atheist, yes, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he's military all the way, man. All the way. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, I agree hey. with you guys. This this holiday season is very commercialized and it's very difficult at this time. But man, Herm, I just bought you some new seat covers for you and your new truck. Because I know with you being big, you done creased up your leather seats. Wow. You done had the truck for less than a month. I want you to, before you make a payment on your truck, you shouldn't have creases in your seats. Bro. I'm not even about to start this. With you see what they're doing? All right. Oh, really? <laughs> hey, this is what we're going to do. We're we going to take care of that offline. Not on. Hey, and look, Mr. Nico, not BX from the Bronx, baby girl. This is uh, the Bronx. Yes, BX from the Bronx. Yeah. Be clear. The Bronx, the Bronx, New York. You from the Bronx, New York? Yes, sir. Okay, because I was yes, going to say, we're talking about basic exchange. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But look, I'm, not, anyway, I'm not from that place where y'all brought those expensive Tommy Hilfiger shirts. There it is. <laughs> there it is. All right, well, look, ladies and gentlemen, so this is the last show of the season, all right? Because, um, yo, it's, it's that time. We got to do our time to reflect and give y'all some good, good hot fire. You feel me? For 2022. But as we go on to do that, we want to take some time to reflect on where we've come within, not just this last year, but almost three years going into the third year. Well, is it third year, Herm, or what? Going to third. Going into the third year, y'all, of this transition. So I'll give it to you, Larry, man. What do you think has been, um, man, something that you've seen us do to grow? I would think the pandemic kind of really turned it for us you know because we were meeting up in person for a while you know and it was it, it was what it was right especially going live you know you can't control the background and what was happening and who who was saying what but i think with transitioning to the zoom or the stream and then you know later the zoom yard uh we got some animation some sounds and then it just made it better because we didn't have to leave the crib you know so it kind of mm-hmm. like you just pop on on your on your at, at your house in your space and, and you know, I, you could see the growth. You could see the development. You you see the 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 site for what we were trying to do, and the content just moved along. I'm not gonna say it got better, like it was bad in the beginning. I'm just saying you can see the improvements, and you can see how you know we just grew. You know, that was probably the most interesting thing. Is the pandemic really, really kind of had a shift our focus? Mm, I feel you. What you think, Herm? So I do agree with Larry about how the pandemic switched us and how, how we do things. Um, I thought that being live, live and in person was a lot easier. You know what I mean? As far as, cause we're talking faith. Now I'm staring straight into a, into my computer, you know what I mean? And, and trying to make it happen. Um, well, what I think a lot of people don't know is how much like energy it takes to, to come up with uh, these right. topics and then be able to talk, you know, smartly about these things, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's not something that take for granted, you know what I mean? In the very beginning, man, it was very hard for me. You know what I mean? Um, it's not that I didn't know how to talk, but it's like, man, I got to try to find a way to entertain people for an hour. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, and I could do that when I'm talking to you face to face, you know what I mean? But on these different topics and whatnot, it, 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 that part was a challenge. It's gotten a lot easier for me now as we, as we, have we grown together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it's built up more confidence, not that I lack confidence, but it's built up more confidence for me because I did something that wasn't within my comfort zone. Mm. Mm. Dang. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I can see all that. I can see all that. Hey, Bill, man, what do you think? What, what do you think has been the most uh, pivotal point in your podcasting, you know, uh, tenure? I think just getting better. And learning to be more professional, we all probably we all probably watch other podcasts to a degree, mm-hmm. and you see things that you may or may like or may not like, and you start to add those tools to your to your own toolbox, and continue just to get better. You str- everyone strives to get better every episode, 
Mm-hmm. You know, starting out, you may not be what it. You can watch some. You can go back now and watch some of those early episodes. You'll probably cringe. You're like, <laughs> "Oh my goodness, my voice sounds terrible. Why mm-hmm. am I sitting like that?" Well, right. whose phone is ringing? Yep. Now <laughs> you look at it. And you jump on the mic and you just try not to get complacent because you mm-hmm. get on there. You know, you're saying like you said every week, and you give one hour to more of content. That's not easy. No. Yeah. It's not easy, but you when you start to make it happen. And you get fans giving you feedback. Um, you know, people start to listen in and check in, and they start to have conversations with you. And you build off of that. You build and you grow. And watching mm. yourself grow is is a wonderful thing. Yeah. What about you, Seth? Yeah. Man, shoot. I mean, yo, yeah, them first shows was pretty raunchy. You understand? <laughs> I mean, raunchy. And for those of you that's uh, just tuning in, hey, these are... Uh, we're talking about humble beginnings. Side right? piece conversation. Side pieces. You get what I'm saying? Hey, we're on there half drunk. Oh, my God. <laughs> and just talking crazy. But the, the thing is, seriously, I would say the most important part that I've seen was how important it was to have a very solid team. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? A team of individuals that can push you and to believe in you enough to say, hey, uh, you're not doing that quite right. Try this, right? It's not try this because you suck. It's try this because you can do better. You get what I'm saying? And so that taught me that it's good to have a team that you can trust, you see, because when you're doing things all by yourself and only want to do it your way, then that means you're only going to have a tunnel view of what the future could look like. You see what I'm saying? So, no, I think that's dope. Man, what you talk about with that consistency, man, that's that's what kept us going this long. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of times where sometimes we look, ain't nobody watching. You know what I'm saying? But we'll still go. You know what I mean? We'll still go for it because this is what we do. You know what I mean? And I think people appreciate, they know that come 6 o'clock Central Standard Time, we're going to be on the show. You know what I mean? No matter no matter what what's going on, we're going to make sure a show happens. Even though if one falls down, we're still able to pick up the pieces and keep it going, man. I think that's important that everybody's able to hold the stick and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? Let me ask a question. What made Joe want that time slot? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't. Because uh, if you think about it, that is a very tough time slot. In the is. fall, in fall, you got you in fall in the winter, you got to compete with football. Yep. Especially here in the East Coast, so you said six o'clock Central. That's seven o'clock here in the East Coast. Yep. Um, in the summertime, you're competing with basketball and baseball with that time slot, and you have a military, and you have a you know a military fan base. So it's funny you said that because <laughs> now I used to look at the time and try to find what was the the most pivotal time that us that we could really get together. Right. You know what I'm saying? No matter what time of the day. Now, to your point, though, Bill, even though there was other things going off, to me, that was like the type of competition or push that I wanted. You see what I'm saying? Because if it was a prime time where everybody wasn't doing anything, I don't want to be that choice. You see what I'm saying? I want to help to... um give individuals an opportunity to say, damn, do I want to watch the Lions then or do I want to watch this game? Oh, I want it to be hard. Now, in the beginning, it's not a hard choice. Like, what's the Lions then? Forget that. You will have to go to this game. But if we can get to the point where we got people thinking like, oh, man, I think I want to at least tune in for a minute. I think that's what it what it was. What you think, Herm, about that time? I think that, you know what I'm saying, it's something that I never really put no thought into it like you just said, <laughs> Bill. You know what I mean? But it's just it's our time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No matter what's going on, you know, who's out there doing whatever they're doing, we're still going to be on at that time. Mm-hmm. And the good thing about us is that even though you say you got some other things that you want to watch, I mean, we've also got it downloaded where you can listen to it on the fire stick now. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's not like you have to miss. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's just this was the perfect time for us. Like like Seth said, that was the time that we're all available and able to get it in. You know what I'm saying? We've had very little call outs, you know what I'm saying, as far as like team members go, you know what I'm saying? Because the time is pretty optimal as far as our schedules go. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. Like the only time it kind of really hurt was when your team was playing, and it was like a pivotal yeah. game or something. Oh, you got your phone on the side, you know. You- yeah, so you know, you <laughs> throw your phone on the side, or if they up, you kind of yeah. like it. You, it leaves that suspense. So when I get off, I got to check the score real quick. Oh, okay, they they yeah. pulled it out. Type right. But overall, I mean, outside of the football season, you know, they're in, I'm not a big basketball guy, so you know, it, football is my biggest thing. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and you know what, too? Another thing, too, man, it almost almost to uh, to Herm's point, that was our time slot, too. Yeah. So it's almost like, you know, we can't shake and bend based off of what the world is doing. We This is an opportunity for us to carve our own piece of the world. You see what I'm saying? Okay. And no matter what's going on, we showing up. Now, the good part is if we, you know, can't make it for whatever reason, we can play a, a rerun or whatever, but the 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 time frame been staying the same ever since then. So it's like, yo, now we on the TV, guy. We used to have two shows a week. Yep, we did. Now that was real. That tough. was rough. You know what I mean? Hold on, three. So we was doing that. We had Wednesday. Yep, and then the sanity check. You know what I'm saying? I was doing the sanity check. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. Trying to come up with two topics. <laughs> yeah. On Wednesday and Sunday, and then, you know. Are we gonna have a guest for this one? You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like mm-hmm. I'm, about to, I'm about to quit. I ain't even get hired. <laughs> 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 I'll your work. Feel like a job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I'm mm-hmm. two weeks notice. No, for yeah. me, the dream team. It's, it's just something. The dream team nine two podcast is something that we really stumbled on. So, mm-hmm. like for that time slot of Saturday morning at six a.m. when we drop on on the D on the JFPs, it was just. It was just a thing, you know, and then Happy Saturday, Happy Saturday became like a, a mantra of ours for that podcast. Then we're seeing how things worked with that and then creative differences. And I moved on to start the Op4 TV. Well, Op4 TV, I was like, all right, I, I already had been doing a podcast for almost two years. So I'm like, all right, cool. This is where I think it should go. And I figured out I called myself a little niche in Monday mornings because you know, Monday mornings, everybody in the military is going to work Monday morning, mm-hmm. unless it's a holiday. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of us get up early, so I post our podcast at five o'clock. So if you live on base at five o'clock, I got fifteen minutes worth of content that you can ride on base to. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Friday Friday mornings belong. I felt like Friday mornings belongs to new music. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> everyone got a streaming platform. Five o- five o'clock. Whenever you get up in five in the morning on Fridays, you're like, yo. I, they got a new Rick Ross album. No one's checking for any music from No Limit Records. <laughs> no one's looking for that. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I could really own Monday mornings for the military. Mm-hmm. So that's why, you know, saying I, I, I just went into I just went into it thinking like that. Okay. Well, look, check it out. Hey, Herm, what'd you think about this? I think this is a good question, man. Queen Slay. So here, here's here's the strategy on building content. In the very beginning, um, we really didn't have much of a, a strategy when, when I first came on, just whatever popped in the mind. And Seth came up with what our what our our mission is, is professionalism, professionalism, leadership, growth, what a call to action. Mm-hmm. So we keep that in mind when we think about future guests. You know what I'm saying? Are they, are they professional? Are they going to be able to provide to the people, you know what I'm saying, something that helps them with their leadership or is their growth? Is this something that we can get behind for a call to action? So we think about all that stuff now when we put our guests on. Does that mean everybody's going to be a top tier professional? No, we've had homeless people on the show before. We've had people that, you know what I'm saying, that that, that, that suffer from substance abuse or whatever. You know what I mean? But it's about how can you grow? What can you learn from the, from these people? Uh, do we laugh and joke sometimes? Yes, but our, our content is not um, for, for comedy per se. Mm-hmm. And we want to give you something for the substance, you know what I'm saying? So you could take it like, damn, I just learned something today. And 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 yeah, that makes a lot of sense too. You're absolutely right. The other thing too is what Herm and Larry. So it, it's, it's it's almost like we're like a uh, like a Voltron, if you will. You see what I'm saying? It's different parts of the piece of of a puzzle, but the mission still stays the same. So Larry may ask different questions from a point of view for a different group of individuals. You see, Herm will 
ask questions, throw in some humor. You get what I'm saying? And I really try to just help facilitate the uh, the overall you know, conversation. But ultimately, the goal is to make sure somebody is learning something new. You see what I'm saying? And we really wasn't um, uh, at first. You remember this term? We wanted to do something that was like like a uh, shock jockish, you know what I'm yeah. saying? What can we do to just grab the, so we can naturally do that. So we didn't have to be gimmicky. Yeah. That's the key not to be gimmicky. Larry, what you think about that? Yeah, I agree, man. And, and, and a lot of our conversations, if you really think about it and go back and look, it's, it's authentic conversations. So it's like for military reference is what you, stuff you talk about at the smoke fit, you know, mm-hmm. the conversations about gender, you know, leadership, finance, you know, just, politics you know a little bit we don't really talk a whole lot about politics but during the election we did have and you know police brutality like a lot of those trending topics we hit on and we was talking about what most people was probably talking about at the water cooler or mm-hmm. out smoke pit or wherever and we like hey let's just have a conversation i remember at the height of the protesting for the police mm. brutality we had like a two-hour show y'all remember that yeah, yeah. Well, uh, uh, this is America. Yes. I mean, and it was because, you know, I think it was the uh, thing that happened in Minnesota that kind of drew it. I, I, I don't hear so many of them. I can't keep up. But mm-hmm. two hour conversation. And I mean, it was so good that we, we had to cut it off. It's like, yo, it's been two hours. We got to mm-hmm. cut this off. End up having a part two. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, you know, the content really is like he said, we bounce it off each other throughout, you know, group text or whatever, or depending on what's happening. You know, it's a little bit of everything. It's something currently happened. You know, hey, maybe we should talk about this, like the month of suicide awareness. We might have a theme or something going on. So it just depends on what's happening and, you know, who we know, because you know, Herm and Seth know a lot more people than I do. Yeah, professionally, we're talking about, you know, because I know people, but I don't know if you want these folks on. We can do some hey. ratchet stuff, but I don't know about the professional. <laughs> hey, look, hey, we did that. <laughs> yeah, we did hey, that. So, hey, so look, check it out, Bill. I want to ask you this question because... um Someone is uh, chiming in. Shout out to y'all. She says, are you going uh, to lead into branches? The Lions Den presents Lions Cub. It's funny uh, they said this, but I want to talk to you about that. What do you think about when it was time to transition to branch off to do other other ventures for yourself? How did you get to that point? Um, just having ideas and you bring the ideas to the team and then they well, I had one specific idea to do a podcast talking about, um, oh, I forget. But then I saw it somewhere else. Somebody else did it. And they didn't even do it as good as I did, but it worked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then I seen that happen again. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I, right. you know what I'm saying? I'm ahead of the game, but I'm bringing it to the team. They're not with it. And it's mm-hmm. cool. I understand my ideas can be a little off. It don't seem right, but that's my artistic expression. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is it's podcasting. It, there's a lot of artistic expression involved. So I didn't hold it against nobody. You know, the people close to me, I would talk to them about it, and they were like, yo, why don't you just do your own thing? And mm-hmm. then I was like, man, but, I, but like you said, recording twice a week is a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, that's it. I just made it a made a conscious decision, made a conscious effort. Uh, got my LLC first, um, Op4 TV, and then from there, just made it happen. And since now, now I think I'm about twenty episodes in, and uh, oh. I'm enjoying it, having fun. You know, uh, um, Herm was on one episode. It was it ended up being really popular. Um, me and him got great chemistry, bouncing off each other. When like I had to get to know him and not like that. So we just came with the uh, came with the funny and simultaneously talked about something with substance and it was mm-hmm. real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's what I like to do on Op4 TV. I like mm-hmm. to bring my guests on, but they have some, a real life experience, and they just bring their real life experience as the substance. And I follow. I add my. I just add my funny onto that, and from there, we're gonna keep you locked in. Got you, got you. So you know what it is. I think that's cool. I think it's. It is is um, it makes sense to know when something is in a certain vein that it doesn't fit, but you may want to try it this way. You get what I'm saying? And it's okay. You can still do it, but you may have to 
it has it has to be something separate from what it is because it can change the overall dynamics of something i mean that you've already created with your core team her what you thinking about that well you know i've had experience uh with branching off Mm -hmm. with two different podcasts right Mm -hmm. the first one you know what i'm saying it it was about coming for coming at things with the mixed experience or whatnot Mm -hmm. and i don't know you know what i mean it's just hard to get another show kicked off like that. I was already part of a team and now it's a whole nother team dynamic that I have to get to know and stuff like that and gel and rock with. And it's just tough to, to branch off into uh, different things. It's not as easy as you think. The mm-hmm. second one had the potential to really do good, but I was like, man, it's, it feel it gets to feel like a, just too much. You know what I'm saying? You, you know what I mean? It's just too much. It's like, man, I already got the lines then I'm committed to been doing about three years. If I were to do anything else, to branch off to anything else. It had to be like like what, what Bill does, uh, what Op4 TV is something that I'm doing on my own for my own expression, mm-hmm. not working with a whole nother team, trying to get mm-hmm. chemistry down with them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When I, you know what I'm saying? My, you know, I got my chemistry down with you guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that, took, that took a while. Y'all remember in the very beginning, we had that meeting. I thought I was gonna get jumped. You know what I mean? He did. He served the pot. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. so the chemistry thing is not automatic, man. We make we make it seem so on camera, but there's a lot of talks and discussions, you know what I'm saying, about what we need to do to jail. And a lot of people are scared to have those conversations. That's it. You know That's what I'm saying? It. So they just they just suffer in silence and just try to get through a podcast. Right. Like, and, and you, can see, supposed, you can see they have no chemistry on right and, and it's supposed to be fun you see what right. i'm saying that ultimately that's what it is because the deal is and and uh and and bill and i know larry you can dig this but if we can't have these conversations on the day-to-day what type of energy do you think i'm gonna have <laughs> to put on yeah. live you get what i'm saying for the whole world to see i mean people can real recognize real i'm just sitting back mad nobody even know why i'm mad yeah and hating life <laughs> <laughs> hey so hey, tell me this are you guys were you guys all friends before this all stationed together yeah okay and mm-hmm. now now yep. that you do this podcast how many conversations do y'all pick up the phone and call each other outside of this podcast still or do y'all just only talk when y'all record no, so I know for me, so for me and Herm, I think we talk the most because we're the furthest away, you know what I'm saying, on the phone wise. Mm-hmm. Like, but we keep in contact in our core, uh, like our core thread, you see, right. to either, yo, man, y'all good? Good morning. Boom, 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 mm-hmm. y'all see this. We might, you know, tag each other on some other nonsense. Y'all also yeah, meet up. Y'all, yeah, y'all yeah. meet up at the V and, and right, stuff right. like that. And yeah, so we still do meet up. But Larry, what you think about that that question, though? How important it is, though, to stay connected outside of this? Yeah, yeah. So that's how you that's how you build that, that team chemistry that you're talking about. Because we don't just meet up on Sundays at 530 and like, yo, all right, let's play catch up for the week. We're talking throughout the week. You know, there's times where I hit up Seth about something that ain't got nothing to do with the with the uh, podcast. It'd be something yeah. with the house or something. Same thing with Herm, same thing with, with Spence, you know, and, and Foot. So it just depends on what's what's happening. But we talk throughout the week all the time. We share probably, boy, y'all want to see our thread on Messenger. <laughs> You'd be surprised at some of the stuff we, we talk about and share and just, you know, giggle it. But we talk throughout the week to answer your questions. So by the time we get up to Sunday, you know, we, we already locked in and ready to go. Mm-hmm. When I when I used to live there, you know what I'm saying, it was mm-hmm. easier because again, we always met up. You know what I mean? And we, we meeting up, we yep. did community events. You know yep. where we go feed the feed the people that's working at the gates. So we make an effort. You know what I'm saying to not just show up on the show and yeah. and you know this is it. We're gonna hang out that night. You know what mm-hmm. I mean or something like that. Now to answer your first, like I I didn't know them at first. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I was the one. They knew each other. Mm-hmm. Like they were all friends. Like they they started the podcast itself. Big basement. With this mm-hmm. one mic that I happen to have in my house, you know what I'm saying that they used to talk around one mic, you know what I mean. So <laughs> I came, yeah. I came later, you know what I mean. Again, they was having interracial relationship conversation. <laughs> they picked me. It's like, hey, give me your mixed tail over here to talk. <laughs> hey, about yo, yo, hey, Herm was our token. You yeah, said, I was joking, you know what I mean? Like, hey, I didn't even know. I thought I was getting invited to be on the show, and then I came back and they say, "What you doing here?" 
They didn't have the heart to tell me to go home, so I just stayed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, hey, listen, no. What happened was, hey, a hey, Herm was invited to the to the damn cookout, and so he's like, "All right, he good." You're <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, no, you, know, yeah. you can't be bringing random mixed dudes to your cookout because he messed around to bring some kimchi in there. He's gonna be mad. Hey, 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 if you bring kimchi, he got to bring some chicken. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we can't now. You got to balance it out. I got both sides, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Hey, but you know what, though? That, that too makes uh, brings us to an, another point. Not everybody is a good mix yeah. in your team. Ooh. Oh, now how important is that? Now look, Bill, I want you to speak on that, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Um whew, we've had instances on my team where man, we had this one girl, uh Yanni. She used to bring the funny. Oh I mean, people so many people hit me up like, yo, where did you find her? Where'd she come from? And to be honest with you, I love her. a year before I joined the Dream Team podcast, I had an idea to do a podcast, and in my head, I wanted it to be me and her. I wanted it to be me and her to do a podcast. I, be, I met her at a friend's cookout, and I was like, yo, I've been thinking about doing a podcast. I think you'd be dope. So me and her, just we started hanging out more. We started just building the chemistry, building a rapport, and I started doing a Dream Team podcast, and I was like, all right, just come on with this one, and let's see how things go. And then her and one of our, and another one of our, one of our team members, after six or seven months of her being with the team, they, he just wasn't feeling no more and asked her to not go. And I and I kept the cameras recording it because we do a live we do a live record, mm-hmm. and they got into this big argument. Oh my god! I'm gonna share it one day. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it to them and let them. Right? I mean, because this is so funny. She walks halfway down the hallway to the bathroom and come back. And another thing. Wow. And then she leave and she and come right back. And you know what else? Bill don't even like you. And then she mm. come back because she got drunk. Oh hell yeah! And while she got drunk during the episode. No, no mix. Yeah, man. She just lost. Yo, I ain't going to put it out there and bring it, open up a whole wound, but we done had some crazy stuff happen with buying some liquor. Hey. <laughs> but it makes for great content. You got to keep it going. No, no. Listen, no, look. Look, I'm going to tell you this. Sometimes, yeah, but like like after one week, you got the chief master starting in the Air Force zone. Yeah. And then the next yeah. week, you talking about something so reckless thing you drunk. It's like, ugh. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah. Hey, you want your you want your guests to feel like this is a box of chocolates. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. You never know what you're gonna get, huh? You never know what you're gonna get. At least, at least all the chocolate is edible. That's the deal. Hey, you can't have a turn. Those chocolate. chocolates your grandma used to get, but your, your grandma probably didn't used to have. Hey, 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 what you say? Hey, the chocolates ain't supposed to have a turd in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least I mean the chocolate. It might not be a chocolate I like, but at least it's a chocolate. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 look. The reason why I brought that part up is it's important to make sure that the individuals that's a part of the team understand the mission. Not and th- this is the deal. Understand the mission, but we may not all walk it the same way, but we go in the same direction. You feel what I'm saying? So, hey, so, uh, Bill, what do you think about that? When individuals are kind of not on the same page, they there, but they're not on the same page. It makes good content. Mm-hmm. It makes you good content. Good Whenever content? You, absolutely. That clash, people, mm-hmm. listen, we got, we got stupid. Why do you think reality TV is so popular? Well, yep. It's because of those clashes. Those clashes, those conflicts of interest, those discussions. You guys are like a get-along game. I enjoy it because it's educational to me. Mm-hmm. Like you said, having the chief of the Air Force on there, having, uh, I remember y'all had like financial talks, mm-hmm. real estate talks, mm-hmm. so much information that's imperative. And you know what I'm saying? Even if I have a lot of information on that topic already, I always come away with a little something more. Mm-hmm. But a lot more often than not, people turn on content and they want to shut their brain off. They just want to be entertained. They want yeah. to laugh. They want to joke. They want to see ratchetness. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You got you got to mix. You got to be able to mix them both together. And, and, and those episodes yeah. where y'all have that, I mean, oh, <laughs> but you know what? And you know what? That's cool. You know what I'm saying. I think it should be sprinkled in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But very. You know, sparingly, because to your point, even though it's good content, it's a lot of that out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a lot out there. Herm, what you think about that? 
real quick, I'm gonna give it a lyric because I, I think it's important first that when you we should talk about this is when you're doing a podcast, you need to recognize who your target audience is. Yeah. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So what are you who are you setting out to watch your show? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, yeah, because you're right, uh Joe, um not Joe, Bill, you know what I'm saying. I know what podcast you're talking about, you know what I mean? That where they have that entertaining stuff on there. And they, I ain't gonna lie to you in the beginning, I wanted us to be more like that. You know what I'm saying? I was like, man, we need to be able to have more conflict and all that stuff on the show. But then as we grew, you know what I'm saying, and my mind switched, I'm thinking we can't, it's it, we're trying to educate and and bring positivity and and you know what I'm saying? It's a different kind of vibe. So if we sitting there clashing, arguing with each other, it's like, what did they get? They got entertained. Mm-hmm. They, they get the information that we were really trying to get to them through our podcast. You, you get what I'm saying? So it's like, what are you going to do? You can either go, you either go to that, you know, because we could do that, especially me and Will. You know what I mean? Me and Will bump heads all day on the show. <laughs> Nobody want to bump heads with you, man. <laughs> this dude, man. You can't win that battle, bro. CTE <laughs> is real, fam. <laughs> but what I was saying is, like, you, you got you got to pick. And then so we just pick spots. You know what I'm saying? Make sure we add a little bit of humor to it. But make sure that, you know, we all are pushing forward and not making a show about our own conflicts. There you, you go. Absolutely. Hey, so look, fellas, we got to take a little pause for the calls. Ladies and gentlemen, we here at the Lions Den. We're giving y'all a little bit of a backstage, um, you know, peek of how we do things and also how we've grown from our humble beginnings, talking about, uh, you know, the sweet num num juice to now talking about true growth and development. Don't go nowhere, y'all. We will be right Monique Slater is a top negotiating, award-winning real estate agent in San Antonio, Texas. Her focus is on educating and empowering individuals on building general wealth through homeownership while providing exponential service with integrity and excellence. Although her heart is for serving first-time homeowners and the military community, her clientele ranges from $100,000 to $2.5 million. Monique has developed an awesome team that can get anyone into a home and has sold homes in less than six hours. After servicing the Air Force for over 28 years, retired Chief Slater has a massive network so she can connect you with an awesome agent anywhere in the U.S. And if you're in San Antonio or relocating there, give Monique a call first to help you find your dream home. Give Monique a call at 210-237-7268. One thing we can cherish during these times is family dinners. Think about it. The nice, succulent, southern fried chicken, baked beans cooked to perfection, creamy macaroni and cheese, cornbread. You get the point. Come check out Kevlar's Grill, where all the meals are cooked with perfection, professionalism, and love. Located outside the Scott Air Force Base back gate inside the VFW is where you can find them. Also, they have military discount for all of our serving members. Give them a call. Their number is 618-416-5700. And that's inside Scott VFW Post 4183. And they also have Grubhub. Call them now and tell them that the Lions Den sent you. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Seth with the Lion's Den. Are you or someone you know looking for a tool to help them be more accountable? Check out the Black Collar Mindset, the Art of Strategic Thinking. It's a manual to help maneuver through life strategically by holding yourself accountable every step of the way. Go to theblackcollarmindset.com to grab your copy today. Again, the website is theblackcollarmindset.com. Trust me, you won't be disappointed. Let's get it together. I saw you. <laughs> I saw you. You're cornballing, you know it. <laughs> Damn. Hey, hey, before we get started again, man, I should have yeah. mentioned this in the very beginning of the show. We should have talked about this. Hmm. Hey, can we talk challenge? Did any of y'all try that yet? The what now? Oh man! No, I did it. No, no, I I, it. no, you did not. You failed, brother. Bro, I did it, man. man. I failed, Kanye and Tank. Are you talking about singing? Yeah, bro, that's what yeah, he's he talking about. All right. I can't believe you even brought Go to my TikTok and see y'all let me know. No, sir. Okay. Why do you have a TikTok? You're 40. Hey, bro. Hey. <laughs> hey, go ahead, Larry. Hit this up, man. 
Yeah, so Lily Wilson asked the question, how do you handle guests being too nervous or just not able to speak through the subject? <clears throat> We've had that a few times, so that's kind of why we do the 30 minutes prior to going live, you know, and actually taking it back a little step a little step further, we actually add them to a group chat, uh, like a guest group chat that we do throughout the week. So building up until Sunday, we're already having these conversations what we're going to talk about, any questions, what they're what they're capable of speaking on, what they don't want to speak on. Because a lot of these folks, depending on what position they're in, you know, there's certain things they can and cannot talk about. Uh, so we kind of do all that background work that that, you know, a lot of you guys are not for, don't see, you know, behind the scenes as we build up into Sunday. So once we get to Sunday, uh, we have our 30 minutes of just talking, hey, getting annoyed, kind of feeling each other out. I want to say, you know, at least going live before we go live, we feeling each other out. So by the time the show starts. Even though they're nervous because they've seen previous shows and they just heard about us, they're like, "Oh man, I don't know how to answer these questions." By the time they get on here and start talking, we can't we can't shut them up. To be honest, yeah. we have the reciprocal effect of that. We can't. Mm -hmm. We gotta like, hey, all right, all right, we got it. You got that point. We need to get to these other questions that we mm -hmm. got. Uh, mm -hmm. More so than we got people. I don't think we've ever had somebody that was like shortly of that kind of only gave two worded answers and we got to feel it. We made a habit. We did, we did yeah. but it, it started that way, but once they got comfortable, you yeah, dig what I'm saying? They got on going. So, so, hey, I wasn't on that show, man. He wasn't on. Yeah. It was just me, you, me and you, Larry. Yeah. I, 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 I was in the night where I said, hey, man, cut this show. <laughs> Bruh, I, I saw it. So listen, this is what happened, bro. So I'm watching because I couldn't be <laughs> on. And I'm like, yo, this dude is hurting. I said, okay, got it. Yo, we don't have to do a whole hour, right? Or less, but if you got to pull teeth out of individuals, that means they're not ready. You yeah. think what I'm saying? Hey, so Bill, you ever have ever had that conversation or situation? Absolutely. Um, with the Alpha TV most recently. I did um I did a series, you know I was trying to attack the algorithms and I did a series on September 11th. Me being from New York, I got family and friends that are in the military now, that were, you know actually you know high school kids. My sister was a high school in high school, which you could like it was like three blocks away from the World Trade Center when the buildings came down. Mm -hmm. Talking to her about you know mm -hmm. September 11th and now she's a staff sergeant in the army. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying and, and talking to her about it, you know, on the mic, she took an edible. She was cool. Went back and she watched it after I posted it and she didn't like it. Mm -hmm. I took it down. Mm -hmm. I was like, All right, cool. It's like, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's for her. I took it down. She, I could tell while we was recording, she was uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. the, con the content was still palatable. Mm -hmm. You could tell she was uncomfortable. Right. You just, mm -hmm. you just take it down. With Dream Team 9 2, we had one episode where our host, Jay, I so drunk. Wow. See? And the whole time we're recording, he goes live on Instagram. <laughs> and I think it was like, matter of fact, I'll tell you exactly what it is. It was uh, September. We did, you know, for Valentine's Day, we did like a love episode. So everybody came in like in pajamas and stuff like that, trying to look all smooth and cool. <laughs> My man was going through something. He got drunk. <laughs> the content was crazy. He was off. The, she was off the charts. He was wigging. Um, the manager was calling me. She was like, "Hey, stop the episode now! Stop the episode." We never put that. We never put it out. We like threw some crazy content up that go whatever. But oh man! But don't y'all show it like six in the morning on a Saturday? You said how you hammered that early? Oh, well, we do y'all no, no, record, record live before before on Thursday? Yeah, we record like, like Thursday. On, yeah, on the flip yeah. side, of, on the flip side of Lily's question, man, how do you handle it when you're nervous or? Not maybe not nervous, but not prepared for the guests, right? So I'm I'm a, I'm a the the one your your people, Larry, the uh, transunion folks, mm -hmm. the you know what I'm saying, the life insurance, America. Yeah. Yep. I had no idea what we was gonna do. You He's know, transunion. I was yeah. like, what are you tell me, man? Yo, I was like, like the financial cats. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm like. <laughs> I, like, I have no idea. I thought you was talking about a whole nother category within the uh, <laughs> within the alphabet. Like, oh no! Uh, so, like, with that show, with, with that show, you know what I'm saying? Because I had no experience with with like you know the financial, yeah, those financial guys and stuff like that. So I had no idea what we was going to talk about. I tried to research them, you know what I'm saying, and. The, the the information was like, oh man, I don't know what I'm gonna ask him. I don't know what we're gonna do. But the good thing about it was, I mean, 
they they knew enough to where I was able to roll into the show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that was one show that I knew that I was not ready for. You know what I mean? Bro, I wasn't ready for when we did have our uh LGBTQ, mm-hmm. you know, show because I had my personal morals and values in front of me. And mm-hmm. so it was hard, but it worked. How do I remove that to get to the person, you know, that's on the other side of the mic to share their story? And I learned some stuff, but brother, it was tough. It was very, very tough. Maybe I had to take some sips to make sure it's cool because <laughs> I felt as though you would have heard from me expressing myself or y'all watching my face like, you hear what he's saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but you get what I mean? So yeah. it was very tough for me, but I had to realize it wasn't about me. It was about them sharing their story and sharing it to the world. And we all ultimately learned something. You remember that one, Larry? Yeah, I remember that one. That was, that was, that was a, a bit rough too. I, I think the one that stands out to me though, for me, that was tough to get ready for is anything dealing with health. You know, mm-hmm. health is really vague. So especially when you talk about physical health and mental health, those are the ones that are really kind of hard to 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 get prepared for because you don't want to ask the wrong question, but you also have those questions like, well, you know, whether it's suicide or what what makes people tick. You know, you don't want to offend somebody because they're telling their story, especially something that they've experienced personally. You know, but it's like I know the audience want to ask these questions. Why can't I ask it? So that's why we do the whole thirty minutes. You know, a week prior. You know, it's like, what are you comfortable with? What are you not comfortable with? So that we can kind of have an, an an angle going into the show so we know where we want to go. Hey, yo, and Bill, let me ask you this, though, because this makes sense. And I, I think this is what helped us not being afraid to ask the stupid questions. Yeah, You see what I'm saying? Yeah, because our guests, regardless of where they are in their life, they're able to tell their truth. So have you ever has there ever been a stupid question that you asked and was kind of glad that you did ask it? Absolutely. It's never because it's never a stupid question. A lot mm-hmm. of times the guests, the guests that I have, you know, my pre-production without for TV anyway, the pre-production is longer than the actual recording. A lot mm. of times, you know, what I'm saying we're just talking about things. I'm gonna talk about, you know, I'm trying to talk. You know, I don't want to hold anybody up and waste their time. So I'm gonna tell them what I'm gonna ask them, and mm-hmm. they get, it, and I want them to give them get an opportunity to react mm-hmm. however they're gonna react. You know, what I'm saying however they wanna react. I'm, I don't need you to, you know, saying you don't. This is your canvas. You can paint. You can paint this however you want. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying this is me sharing my art with you. Mm-hmm. The, um, on TV, I like to say this is a voice for veterans to come out here and share this platform and and use it freely. Say what you want to say, whether I agree with it or not. Say it. You know, what I'm saying, and if I disagree, let's talk about why I disagree. Right. You know right. what I mean? And that's and that's where again, that's a lot of times that's where our, our best episodes are. The ones episodes with the most views. I don't know how that works, but let me ask you this. Um, I noticed y'all use place you use Facebook to share mm-hmm. a lot of to share and promote the uh, podcast. Have you ever ran into issues with doing that? What do you mean issues like what? With shadow banning. Like, what's, what's that? I know what he's shadow talking. Banning. Shadow ban is where you uh, let's say um, for Herm, he has a big Facebook following, right? Mm-hmm. And he can post something. I'm he can go in there and, and share and share a selfie where he looks really weird because his head is awkward and stuff like that. So he shares mm-hmm. a selfie. He looks really weird. He gets 115 likes on the selfie. Mm-hmm. Then he can go in there and say, you know, I agree with. He said no, and then he go on that same day and he'll post, hmm, I don't feel comfortable with getting this vaccination. Yeah. Facebook will shadow ban that post wow. because obviously we know social media has been, you know. Facebook has been, they've been getting paid to up and mm-hmm. promote the vaccination. So anybody yes. speaking against the vaccination, yeah, they're going to yeah, push it yeah. down the algorithms and they're not going to allow Yo, it to be seen. So, and I'm going to tell you the key to that. Now I understand the key to that is not, it is to pose a question yeah. versus a fact. You see, because they ban um, false narratives. You see what I'm saying? Or whatever the case is. So even if I agree or not, I put how do you think about or what would you say about A, B, C, and D and put that into the content? Now, as it's going live, 
they can't track it like it is like like they may do a a a audio audio file of music you get what i'm saying like if we were playing some music that we didn't have you know rights for they can they can cut that down but when it comes down to our original content is it's better to pose a question Mm -hmm. versus a fact you see what i'm saying so here's a question though uh by queen slay she says are any of you investing in public speaking or thought leadership work outside of the show yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> you already know between me and self though we we active members in toastmasters so mm-hmm. at the local toastmaster club here at scott you know this kind of goes right into that we talk about um I'm, you know, just being active members in Toastmasters and being around the base, you know, whether it's uh, any type, professional developments type stuff that's going on in the base. That's how most people know me at Scott and outside of Seth and Spence is through speaking engagements. Mm-hmm. So, yes, the podcast and then things going on on the base, all outside of the base, whether we're going into the schools or the local community, public speaking is what we do. So mm-hmm. I can say for us, at least for me personally, yes, absolutely. Every day, all day. Public speaking speaking is something that I need more practice at. You know what I mean? It's this something that sometimes I have my moments and I'm up there and I do great. Sometimes it's just about preparation. And it's something that I, it's crazy because I get so nervous with public speak speaking, but I'll get up there and sing in front of everybody. Like a fool. I can't even sing that good. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) I can't even sing that good, but I still get up there and sing like I'm losing. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? But anyway, you know what I'm saying? Like with the but leadership stuff, yeah. yeah. I, I'll be looking into doing more more of that. But public speaking, I feel like I could bring something to that. I just got to break out of that shell and just be and just just make sure I prep myself and, and get it get it together. What about you, Will? A bit? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I um public speaking, yes, but I've been you know, I don't get a lot of opportunities for that much anymore. I don't, you know, participate in my military activities and duties like I used to. But mm-hmm. when I was, I was, um, yeah, I was very active. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, I find myself in a lane where you, where you all, you all, because you have been doing this for, you know, going on three years, people come to me and they want to make their podcast better. So because I've been recording podcasts for two years, you guys have gone on almost three years. I legit have a resume as a content creator, as a podcaster, so, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So other people who are trying to get, try, who need help um, while listening to us, uh, love, Locked in Love, uh, a couple of other given podcasts where I'm helping produce them mm-hmm. and, you know, helping helping them create their content and get it out and get it out there to the world. And, you know, I've, that's where I've been at more, more than anything. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Just trying to expand my platform and expanding my platform you got to go join with other people and do like kind of like what we're doing here now and share their platform, allow them to share your platform. Mm-hmm. And that's absolutely. how your voices get heard. That's what <clears throat> get out there. No, no, you're absolutely right. So, yeah, man, the Toastmasters. Yeah. Actually, about an hour before this show, I was on another show being on a, a guest to some uh, another podcast. Shout out to the uh, what is it? It's the 1130 podcast that's over there in the East Coast, D- uh, D.C. But also, too, man, I had to realize how important it was to bring the things that we've learned from being in the military or our current jobs to how can we navigate and truly teach and lead other individuals. So, but the key is by holding ourselves or using ourselves as examples. So like that's when last year, was it last year, year before then, we really wanted to get outside or get in front of the microphone and be who we need to be in the community by helping out with, uh, you know, the homeless, doing something for the homeless, giving different foods, or then we did a uh, an incentive for uh, giving books to these uh, to the kids and giving video games, not video games, the board games during yeah, the pandemic. Yeah. So I think it's important too when it comes down to leadership, do things and watch and or do things for the right intent. So then the right individuals can see you doing that and they will be willing to follow. You right. dig what I'm saying? So I think it is important, but to continue to do that. Hey, so last question. What you got, Herm? So my last question is, how do you guys feel you have grown personally through doing podcasts? 
Mm. Damn. Go ahead, Larry. What you think? Yeah, for me, it's just for the things that I, I know, you know, I do my research basically on just about everything we're talking about. But things that I'm comfortable with, you know, I'm, I'm more prepared for it, can ask those questions. Things that I'm unfamiliar with, my mind is open. So now I'm learning, even with the things that I'm comfortable with. I'm always eager to learn something that I didn't know. Like, I, it's, it's so much that I've learned from a lot of our podcasts. Uh, it can go from health to finance to children disciplining, just getting different perspectives other than what you was growing up with. And, and you know, you, that's in, in your own background. So for me, I just enjoy learning. Uh, learning is the biggest takeaway from this. Uh, one of our mission uh, concepts is growth, development. That's what I look for every podcast. And I hope and I walk away with something new that I didn't know about or something that expanded upon what I thought I knew. Mm. Yeah. What what you think, Bill? And I've become a way better communicator, mm-hmm. much better debater. Just throughout the time I've been doing podcasts, um, more than anything, I feel like I've become a better listener. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's the reason why the headphones got two sides and and your mic only has one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I thought that um, was deep. No, no, that makes sense though. I can dig it. No, I can gotta give it to him, man. No, 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 no. I know, I know you jabbing, but it does make sense, man. I think what I learned seriously was do things unapologetically you Mm -hmm. dig like if you say you're going to do something if it's something that you want to speak on if it's something or or if it's something that you want to be do it regardless of what other people are going to say or think because they're going to say or think whatever if you don't do it so you might as well you know what i mean be in the place where you can get it in and right and another thing too not everybody's going to rock with you not your idea won't be the best for everybody, but that doesn't mean don't do it. You did, so yeah, yeah, that's a crazy one. Which is gonna say one more question. One more question before we yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Look, all right. Let's say Netflix offers you a seven-figure deal. Mm. You're gonna go to Netflix and you're gonna work with them on producing their podcast networks because that's a real thing. You see, uh, Joe Button podcast. His um interns just got to deal with. It. He just got to deal with HBO mm. in the six figures, mm. and this is like you know saying it's almost like podcast is like the new hip hop. Mm-hmm. You're taking guys who you know this may be one of your lanes. You may be an intern. Once you accumulate a set of skills, you can take that elsewhere. Elsewhere, mm-hmm. Netflix offers you a seven figure deal. You got to move out to LA and you got to stop doing the Lions thing. What you gonna do? To do it for for the for like Netflix. You know what? Me personally, I don't know what the team would say, but my my thought process would be that's a sign that we're on the right track. That's it. You get what I'm saying? I, because if we're doing this to be purchased, then we're missing the mark. That's my thought process. Now, her might say. Don't be stupid. Let's go. Look, look at the face. You know what I'm saying? He got to pay for that truck. He got to make that truck no more. <laughs> hey, I'm gone. The seats is already creased. He, he lost 10000 already. Here's the reason why I'm gone. You know what I mean? I'm going to go do it. I'm going to stop doing the Lions then. No lie. But what's going to happen is when I get out there and, and get those connections, guess who I'm bringing up? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes, sometimes say if I somebody get offered a deal like that, this right here, you, the, the time might be up. It might be time to rebirth something else. But now we got the resources, you know what I'm saying, in place to rebrand something else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You bring the people up now. You know what I mean? Like, okay, now I'm over here with, you know what I'm saying, these resources, these connections, you know, high power people. Now we know how to make this thing work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Se- mm-hmm. Seven, yeah. You see, my wife said, "Man, Herman's leaving." No, listen. <laughs> wait, wait, now look. Listen, 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 wait, listen. To, he said six figures. That's a seven figure, seven figure deal. Seven figures. Yeah, seven oh, figures. All right, so, 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 look. Check it out, man. For real, <laughs> I would no kidding 
that would be my original thought, but I know that this isn't just me. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? So I won't be saying, listen, whatever y'all say, it doesn't matter. This is what we're going to do. No, that's stupid. So to have a team of individuals around and say, consider this, consider this, consider this, boom. You get what I'm saying? Larry, what would you do? What'd you say? Yeah. Doing big so, lie. What you doing? So, so when we look at it, it's more it's more so about creative control. It, it's about are they putting it in the box? Because I know I, I'll say this: all money ain't good money, right? Like right. Seven figures and seven figures. I get it, but it depends on what they're trying. What's in the contract? What are we supposed to be doing? What are they trying to? What are they trying to take us? Right. Mm-hmm. And then the second part of that, I'm still active duty, so I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> so I can't what? do anything for them. seven figures. You're not leaving that raggedy ass job. I can't leave. I'm under the contract. <laughs> it ain't like I won the lottery. It, it's more so they're like, yeah, okay, good luck with that getting out of your contract. But yeah. uh, but what I'm saying, realistically I'm though, that's a good question. Like but it's it's more so about <laughs> it's more so about are they putting us in a box? Do we still have creative control? That 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 like those things really do play a part. And all money you know. Money. That's what I'm saying. I mean, because, I look at it. It's just because look, look, like you're saying, just in, just because they say, "Hey, we want y'all to do that over here." Here's some money. There has to be a discussion, and we have to come together as one, like we started. What is this going to do for us and the brand? You get what I'm saying? Are we willing to compromise that? And are we going to compromise? We're just going to say, "Huh." I'm saying what, like I'm saying, is that when when somebody gets offered something that big, right? I think that opens doors to new opportunities. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it opens doors to, yeah, they might have creative control because I'm working for their company. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm building their podcast up. So, yeah, they're going to have creative control. That don't mean that we still can't get something else popping on the side. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. on what's in that contract, though. That's true. That contract matters. Yeah. Because I, what I'm afraid of is what is their silencing us from really waking our people up and they putting us over here talk about some bullshit. Ooh. Hold on, hold on. Think about that. It depends on the the content. This is a big topic. I'm gonna be sad inside my Lamborghini. (laughs) You sell your soul. You can't sell your soul, man. Now you part of Illuminati, like they talking about the hip hop, right? Let me tell you this. I asked that question because, like I say, I I feel like podcasting is the new hip hop, and it's the wild wild west. People are doing all kinds of crazy things and all that crazy signing deals, and they don't even know what's going on. There you go. But I equate that to my my to hip-hop so you look at baby and cash money they took the million dollar deal from jimmy Iovine, mm-hmm. and then every time you turn around somebody signed from cash money claiming broke looking to sue baby mm-hmm. master p told me jimmy Iovine, you could take that million dollars and shove it exactly. if you willing to offer me a million dollars i know i'm worth 10 million. yeah that's Think about it that's what so, i'm saying so when you take that aspect, you look at nobody from No, Minute, no Limit Records has ever come back and claimed Master P did them dirty. You don't see any of their artists mm-hmm. crying broke. They never really made any good music. Ever. But they still somehow got Herm to show up to a show with 87 other people in the they arena. At the age of 45 years old. They you know what? <laughs> hey, hey, but Hey, so look, y'all, check it out. I do want to say this has been a super dope show. As a matter of fact, hey, shout out to you, though, Bill, man. Yeah, 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 because that was a very, very good question. And fellas, I don't know. And even you, Bill, listen, you never know when that opportunity is right around the corner. And what will you do? You get what I'm saying? And ladies and gentlemen, this is the last show of the year. And as you go into 2022, think about those opportunities and think about your line where where, where you won't compromise yourself. You see, the lion's den was birthed out of men being authentic and wanting and putting ourselves out there and not caring what happens. You get what I'm saying? So that may continue to grow and put us in the different position what will you do if it come to you that's dope that is dope oh man herm you got final word bro hey been a great year guys you know what i'm saying we we got a lot done we got a lot of information out to the people man uh, got some new viewers this year yeah. you know what i'm saying so to the viewers man i really appreciate you guys coming on showing out for us Every weekend. Yeah, I mean, I know it, it's not easy always to try to catch us live, but y'all seem to make it happen, man. So I, that's not lost on me. I appreciate it. I appreciate my team. 
Bill, man, I appreciate you coming on. You know what I mean? You have me. Appreciate it, man. Thank you, you so you much. You great with us, man. So thank you for coming on, man. And good luck to you and your fellas. Uh as y'all y'all go forward in y'all's so podcast. Yes, yes. And uh, I do want to say this too, like you were saying, thank you to the viewers. If y'all didn't know this, we're almost at 10,000. 10,000 in less than three years, right? With faithful followers, viewers, comments, content. It, it's, it's so dope, you know what I'm talking about? And we would not be here if it wasn't for y'all helping to encouraging us and, and just being a part of the lion's den family. Y'all this is super dope. So let's get ready. All right. For next year, we appreciate y'all. We holla one. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Make sure to listen to the show on Google podcasts, Spotify, breaker and radio public where you can subscribe or via RSS. So you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you like or dislike this episode, we'd appreciate your feedback on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Lionscast. Check out the book, The Black Collar Mindset, The Art of Strategic Thinking on Amazon or www.theblackcollarmindset.com, a manual to maneuver through life strategically by holding yourself accountable. Tune in next week for another episode of The Lion's Den with Seth.